What's going on, guys? Welcome to the uh, second uh, pay-per-view big event review show that we've done. Hopefully, I uh, I was able to learn from the last one not to try to write down everything that happened in every match. Uh, I just right off the rip, what did you think of the chamber tonight? You know, I had really low expectations going to that because I was like, eh. You know, it's WWE, and, you know, they change everything every time you turn around. But all in all, I was actually quite happy with this pay-per-view. I thought it was a really good pay-per-view overall. Yeah, I didn't think it was bad. It was, uh, it had its moments, you know, some things you'd rather go to sleep than watch. But other than that, you know, it was, <coughs> it was solid, I guess you could say. Yeah. Would be a good word for it. Yeah, I mean, it, it was, wasn't. It was what it was. I mean, I'm not going to say it was the best pay-per-view of the year, of course. But, you know. Like, short would be a good word for it, I guess you could say. Yeah, it wasn't uh, prolonged. It wasn't drawn out. It did what it needed to do, and then it got the hell out of there. Well, I meant, like, match-wise. There was one, two, three, four, oh. five matches. That's it. Yeah, which is not typical of WWE. And they've been I mean, just- I know they, they cut out one. There was supposed to have been a... Raw women's title match, yeah, Asuka yeah. and Lacey Evans. Lacey... They'll probably do that on Raw tomorrow. Well, Lacey's pregnant, so she's out, so that's oh, why yeah. they didn't do that match. So, the whole Asuka thing, I didn't know. I don't know if they just said, well, fuck it, people didn't know about this match anyway, or what? Yeah, they just quietly just uh, threw it aside. I mean, they could have done something, even if they did just a quick, you know, Asuka versus... Peyton Royce or, you know, something just to get somebody some TV time. Dana Brooke, you know, just something where, you know, Oscar's going to retain and then they just kind of go go along up until Fastlane instead of just completely leaving her off. Yeah, but, you know, honestly, I think Oscar, you know, she's one of the best women's wrestlers out there, but they haven't done shit with her in a very long time. And, you know... It's going back to it, the whole goal. You know, I wish they would have just... The way they made Shayna look dominant last year in the chamber, beating every single person in there, and then losing to Becky for her to just drop the title at Money in the Bank to Oscar. Why don't they just let Shayna beat Becky? I mean, that would have been better. Well, because I don't think... uh, I think it would have been a little different. I mean, the whole Becky situation, Becky got pregnant, so she couldn't work. So, I mean, it's not like... It's not like she lost the belt at Money in the Bank or she lost the belt to Asuka. She, she gave the belt up. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, maybe that, you know, they could build something into that being like, hey, you know what? You never beat me for the belt. I'm going to come and get it now. That's true. All right. Well, after that, let's go ahead and get into the. Uh, well, let's for- take a break first. Okay. And uh, then we'll actually get into the main card and everything. So uh, we'll be right back, guys. All right, my over-anxious friend, we are back, so let's go ahead and, like you said, get on into it. Fuck off. Who is off? I don't know. Well, you want me to fuck off, so I mean, I gotta know what who off is so I know what they look well, like. You know, I'll, I'll just let you figure that one out for yourself. Okay, I'm still confused on that, but whatever. That is a surprise. Okay, so we open the show with the Elimination Chamber video package, only to have... I think, what was it, three people come out after Corbin came out? They showed the video package again. Yeah. Uh, I did notice, I noticed how they did it. So they changed it up a little bit and tweaked it to the brand. So to start the show, they show the main elimination chamber. Then they show the SmackDown elimination chamber package, which started off the same way as the regular package. Too many, too many daggum just video so, packages. Well, just so later on in the night, they could show the Raw video package, which started the exact same way as the other two. It was so... I it mean, WWE, you've got your video packages. You make them... You make good video packages. Those are, nine times out of ten, that's some of the best shit they make. Yeah, but then to proceed to shove it down our throats 20 times throughout the course of the show is what makes it overkill. Well, it's like... Uh, what was it on SmackDown? They showed the same Seth Rollins... He's coming back video package like four three, times. Yeah. four times throughout the night. The exact same one. Show it once a week. If he's not going to come back, I mean, he comes back, what, he came back at the Rumble? Uh, yeah, he came back at the Rumble. And okay, then, he comes back at the Rumble, and then 
He's coming. No, he's not coming. He's already been back, so... Well, he's coming to SmackDown. He hasn't been to SmackDown yet. That's what that worries you to know. No, it doesn't matter. If you say he's coming, that means he's coming. But he's already came. I know that. You know that. They don't think we know that. They think we're stupid. Well, we are stupid for keeping watching the bullshit they try to shove down our throats. Well, you know. But let's get into it. Uh, SmackDown Chamber. I... It starts off, well, you know who I was in it. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, King Corbin, Jey Uso, Cesaro, Daniel Bryan. Uh, honestly, he impressed me in the match. Corbin did. That yeah. would, I was about to say, he's the only one that I would have maybe changed out and put somebody else in there, but hell, he did good. Uh, I only had one, uh, one note about him, and that was, God damn it, watch his fucking head. Oh, yeah. Oh, he kept killing Daniel Bryan. My goodness. I mean, there was... Yeah, go ahead. I I mean, like, one real bad shot when he had him up against the chamber. I mean, they showed the replay on it, and that was just... That was brutal. Yeah. With all the stuff that Bryan's went through with his head, neck, and all that stuff... Protect that man. Yeah. I mean, he did say he ain't got a log left for his four-time career, but let's, let's keep that as... Long as possible. Exactly. Keep it as long as possible. Keep him in there. He enter. He's entertaining as shit. Fans get behind him. He's somebody we like to see doing good stuff. Yeah. So of course we had Brian and Cesaro to start the match, and then the speaking other- of good stuff, yes. <laughs> and the other four were in the pods, of course. You know, Brian and Cesaro. You know, they you know they do their grapple fest. They beat the ever loving shit out of each other. Yeah, I mean a bunch of good stuff back and forth. Uh, first one out of the pot is Baron Corbin, King Corbin, whatever the fuck you want to call him now. Uh, he comes out. He gets his spot in. He gets his They get in. some spots in, and then a real good spot. Uh, Brian hits the running drop kick in the corner, hits a, runs the opposite corner, hits another one on, well, he hits the first one on Cesaro, hits the second one on Corbin. Corbin. Goes to hit another one on... Cesaro. Cesaro. Cesaro moves out of the way. He eats buckle. And, and that has Cesaro do his running Europeans. He hits Corbin. He hits Brian. Goes to hit another one on Corbin. Corbin catches him deep six. Here comes Brian. Catches him. Big deep six. I call it the deep six times two. So it was a deep 12. Deep 12, yeah. Ben Thrasher knows all about the deep 12. <laughs> <laughs> If he was here, it would have been a lot funnier because he would have said, God damn, yeah, I do. <laughs> Daddy. That's Sean Temper. I not know. Ben. I'm still. <laughs> uh, then it comes in. Next person coming out is Sami Zayn. I like the spot he did right there where he holds the pod door shut. Uh, Corbin and Brian were out there. He was, you know, talking smack to them, holding the pod door shut. And the pod has two doors, and I guess Sammy wasn't, didn't know. <laughs> and uh, that other pod door just slowly opened, and Cesaro's right there and starts attacking Sammy, which I rather enjoyed. Uh, well, Sammy's conspiracy theorist. Everybody's out to get me. WWE's out to get me. I, I'm loving it. I think it's a really good gimmick change for him. Yeah, and the... Cesaro coming in the back door like that, that's going to just kind of further that. Like, oh, I wasn't even ready, you know? Exactly. But we were like at the beginning of the match when they were all doing their interests, and I think it was, who was it, Cesaro? He was looking the other way, he hits the pod, and he just jumps. He's like, hey, I wasn't ready. That's not funny. Yeah, and then, you know, them kicking his uh, documentary crew out. Not out before, the, before he gets in the pod, yeah. Okay, but this just goes into uh, Sammy finally comes out. Whole big, uh, big melee with Cesaro and Sammy where they climb up to the top of the pod and then they start like scaling sideways across and they're midways in the pod. Cesaro, you know, throws his head off the chain link, bangs the head a few times. Sammy's just dangling, and then Cesaro just reaches up, pull, does a pull up on the top of the uh, chamber. I about said cell, that's not hell in a cell. Come on, and just you know. Huge stomp to the face. Uh, Sami Zayn drops from, you know, top of the pod level all the way to the outside. The only thing I didn't like with that, I mean, you know, he had, it, it, it was a bump of what it was, but, you know, if you were to just find out, took a back bump, that probably could look pretty cool, but 
You know, it's not the great like it used to be. It's got that mat on there now to, to be extra, extra safe. Yeah. Yeah, but that's going to... That actually helps out where you can do a lot more stuff yeah. on the outside. That grating. I don't know if you've ever walked across that stuff, let alone tried to bump on it. I wouldn't. Right. Yeah, no. More power to them for that shit. Uh, then Cesaro proceeds to do a couple more pull-ups up there. Like, you know, I'm a strong bastard, which he is. Hell, I'm... He could probably pick the cell up by the chamber up by himself. Oh yeah, that one. Uh, yeah, I would, I would, uh, he squats the chamber. <laughs> I think is what happens. Uh, and we get our first elimination coming in. Uh, Cesaro picks Corbin up, that big bastard, and fucking swings his ass around. Does the swing, spins him around. What three, two, three, four times, something like that. Yeah, two times, you know, yeah. Not a whole lot, but right spins him, drops him down right into the sharpshooter, and. Corbin tapped, which I was very surprised. Yeah, I thought we wasn't going to get an elimination that fast. And the fact that he tapped, I was like, okay. And, of course, you know, I started getting behind Cesaro. And then, from that point, uh, Owens is brought into the match. Kevin Owens comes out. Uh, his first big deal right there. Everybody's outside, of the, on the outside of the ring, fighting. Owens climbs up, top of the pod, and hits a big moonsault onto everybody. Yep. I, then I write down Stunner Party because he just started stunning everybody, whoever came around him. There was a couple stunners outside. Back in the ring, Stunner pins Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn. You get more add to his conspiracy theorist gimmick. Oh, I wasn't ready. That'd be, how cool would it be to see Owens and Sami at Mania? Owens and Sami at Mania would be good. I don't think we're going to go that way. I don't know but, what Owens' trajectory is going forward. But yeah. uh, from that point... Uh, Jey Uso's in the match after that, and we get a really cool spot with uh, them closing Kevin Owens' arm in the yeah the, the, in the chamber to, door. Yeah, the entrance to the chamber door closes into Owens' arm, and it looks but really good. They had his uh, when they were getting Sammy out. Jay jumps him, hits him a few times, puts his arm out, and then just closes. Uh, Uso is the one that slams the arm yeah. into the door. And then just start super kicking him. Like four or five times, and then the referees are trying to pull the pot, uh, the door back. And they're like, no, keep it closed. Keep it closed. So it gets him back into the ring. Big splash. Owens is out. Uh, that really surprised me. I thought it might come down to... Jay and Owens. Owens and Jay for the final two. Yeah. Uh, that's actually where I thought they were going to go because of the whole angle that they were running with Owens and Roman. I know they did the... What was it? Last man standing match that they did at the, the Rumble. Rumble. That was their blowout. That was the blowoff, but I figured, you know, this is a way for them to sneak back into it and be like, oh, yeah, we were just kidding. We weren't really done with this, but, you know, I like that. Put no one's out right there. It doesn't hurt him. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't help him, but it doesn't hurt him. So it kind of just keeps him right there, still at the middle. Yeah. Uh, next big spot I wrote down was the swing that, uh, Cesaro did onto Jey Uso into the cell. Yes. You know, double legs him on the outside, swings him just back and forth, one side to the other, back, forth, hits him like three, four times in that. Yeah, it looked good, and it kept him, and that, that puts Jay out for, the, for, a, for a little bit of time, so Cesaro and Daniel can go at it. And they did some good shit, uh, of course, but I mean, Cesaro, Daniel Bryan... Two of the best WWE has, hands down. Oh, yeah. So getting to see them main stage like this, actually get to do some good shit. I liked it. Yeah, it was really nice. Uh, going, here we go, getting towards the end. End of the match. Uh, Cesaro hits the big Malenko gut buster off the ropes. Yeah, that looked awesome. On to uh, Daniel Bryan. Goes hits to- it. It's, instead of using the both legs for the swing, he gets the injured knee that they've been working throughout the whole match and starts spinning it around. Single leg swing. I've never seen him do it before. It was fucking phenomenal because not only is it, you know, rushing the blood, it's working the leg that he's holding. Yep, that they've been working the whole match. Uh, spins that around about three times, and he eats a super kick right there from uh, Jey Uso getting back in the ring. Yep, Jay goes up, hits the splash. One, two, three. Cesaro's out. Uh, I like the way they're doing stuff with them being in the Thunderdome. They can do more of the holy fuck, where'd he come from stuff. Yes. Because you don't see the people in the crowd 
looking like, oh, there he is over there. Right, you can see them looking in that direction. Uh, with the Thunderdome, you know, they're just seeing the same stuff that we're seeing. So they're reacting as we're reacting. Exactly. So they can't be... They can't be looking away, so... While the popped-in cheers and moves are kind of ridiculous, but Thunderdome has had its advantages. Yeah, the piped-in stuff, I can't stand, but that stuff, that's what I like, because, you know, the... Like what happens at the end of the Universal title match that happens after this, that wasn't ruined by people going, Oh my God, look! Right. You know. But I'm getting a little ahead of myself right there. Uh... So Cesaro's eliminated after the big splash from Jey Uso after the super kick in the swing. Uh, Brian's down. There's a big splash onto Brian. Uh, two count. Two count. Yep. Uso's like, okay, you know what? Fuck you. He goes to the top of the pod. Comes with a big splash. Brian gets his knees up. Hits the running knee. One, two, three. Daniel Bryan wins the Elimination Chamber. Bryan's exhausted as fuck. Uh, they raised the chamber pot up. They well, the replays. what'd you think of it? I thought it was a damn good match. You know, a real good match. Everybody's utilized the way they need to be used. I feel like those that needed to get out early in the match, that wasn't going to add to the overall match, like Corbin, I thought that was good. He got to hit his big spots. He got to do what he was good at. He was out. Then, you know, we got left with the rest of them that added to the match. Well, as soon as you got Corbin, Sammy, and Owens out, you know, those are the three. I thought maybe Owens winning it just to further along everything to make it easy. Because all it would take, Owens wins, and, and then, then more beat down from Uso before Roman comes out. Roman hits a spear, and that's, that's it. it. Yeah. You know, that's where I was thinking they might be going with it. Instead, we go straight into the title match Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan. Uh, still, I was thinking immediate spear, one, two, three. Roman out strong. Uh, little bit of a change. Uh, goes for the spear. Brian counters it into the yes lock. Uh, did you think they might put it on Brian there when he hit that? No, uh, you know, it, it got a pop out of me. You know, I'm sitting there, you mean, you're both just like, what the hell? You know, and Brian's good for those big hope spots, though. So, no, I did not think that was going to happen. At that point, I thought, okay, maybe this will get maybe a five, six-minute match. But, of course, that wasn't the case. I thought we would get more time out of it, but no, I never thought it was going to happen. Yeah, I was thinking maybe drag him to the ropes, not just the pull his arms apart spot that they did, the power out like that. Which I thought made more sense because, I mean, the pull into the rope spot would have been cool, but... Brian's tired. He's weak. Roman's at full strength. It's not that hard to pull but his arms That's why apart. I was thinking do the pull to the rope spot. Brian couldn't pull him back. Right. So instead of even trying to work to pull the arms apart because Brian had the hands locked, so right. he had to he would have to break the hands, then open, pull, you know, all that stuff. I'm thinking, you know, even if it's just the scoot the back of the body and get the foot touching the rope. Right. But, you know, they did what they did. He pulled the arms apart, rolled over, beat down, beat down, picked him up, basically one-arm power bomb into some more beat down, grabs him in the guillotine, Brian passes out. Yeah, and that made Brian even look stronger, in my opinion. Uh, I mean, he was basically out before he even put him in the hold. Yeah. I mean, there was no fight in it. As soon as the power bomb Brian happened, was, Brian was out. Exhausted, done. I mean, the cell... Cell job was amazing. Uh, but there's the pass out. Roman wins. Uh, goes straight to the corner celebrating. As soon as he gets down out of the corner and turns around, here's the out of nowhere moment I was talking. Turns right into a spear from Edge. Boom. Which, it's exactly what they've been building up. Yep. It's exactly what they've been building since Edge won the Rumble. Edge and Roman. Edge and Roman. Spear versus spear. But still, the way it happened, loved it. As soon as he hits the spear, he gets up pointing at the WrestleMania sign. The stupidest thing they do in WWE, pointing to the WrestleMania sign. I mean, don't tell me if you was in the WWE and you won the Royal Rumble, you would love to just have that moment to point at the sign, hear the fireworks go off, have that emotion going through your body. No, because if I won the Royal Rumble... My first thought wouldn't be, I'm going to point at a sign. It will be like, holy fuck, I actually goddamn won. <laughs> you know? I mean, my whole... 
it's see I, I okay here's where I I don't see a major issue with it I think it's fucking overdone okay if they're gonna do it do it one time that's it but they do it over and over and over and over and over again with everybody that they put in a match with well so, yeah, I, I mean, get that part Ronda Rousey's whole debut when she debuted was walking out and pointing at the sign that's where it ruined it for me before then, it really wasn't that big of a deal. Everybody just pointed at it once at the Rumble, and that was it. I mean, if anything, look at the sign and then celebrate. Not like, there's the sign! Yeah. So, yeah. I get, I get that. All right. Let's get so, I mean, like I said, it's what we knew was going to happen. But, you know, I like how the spear happened and he turns around and, you know, he's stand, Edge is standing tall over Roman. Yep. Uh, then we get a commercial on a pay-per-view. I hate that stupid shit. Well, the network has got to get their ad revenue. Don't you know that? It's ads for themselves, so they don't get ad revenue. (laughs) I mean, it's just stupid. That's the one thing I don't like. You know, plug your next pay-per-view with the announcers in a dead spot in the women's tag match. Or going in, you know, oh, what's going to happen when these two see each other at Fastlane next month? Oh, oh, four weeks from tonight, Fastlane on Peacock. Oh, wait, no, no, it's just WWE. It's because it's a pay-per-view. Oh, Fastlane next week. No, it's actually four weeks. Yeah, I know. I was just being stupid <laughs> because they've done that in the past. We'll have a pay-per-view and then another one right after it, like a week or two later. Uh, okay, but transition after the commercial to the next match was a U.S. title match. Uh, triple threat match, Lashley versus Riddle versus a mystery opponent because Keith Lee is, air quotes, injured, meaning Vince McMahon's a fucking, fucking moron. He doesn't get Keith Lee. He thinks he doesn't. They think the way he talks is unusual. That motherfucker's got the most captivating voice. But the thing is, unusual is good. Yeah. You don't want everybody to sound the same. Yeah, yeah, we don't want uh, the same monotonous or screaming like they used to do back in the 80s when they cut a promo. I mean, did Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior sound alike? No. Hulk Hogan said, brother, Ultimate Warrior, you didn't know what the fuck, fuck he was talking about. He was on high on ass at the time. And then Jake, he talked, he talked real Yeah, quiet. you had somebody like Jake who had that... The same kind of thing that Keith Lee does. Keith Lee's not screaming. He just keeps it cool. His cadence, it just, it flows the way he wants it to flow. Exactly, but... And he comes up and Vince doesn't get him because he changed everything about him. You change his music, you change his ring gear, you change what you want him to use as a finish from what he was using. I mean, how the fuck are you supposed to get somebody when they have to reinvent themselves and change within a day because you don't know what the fuck to do with him? He gonna, when's he gonna fucking get to, He ain't gonna fucking retire. He's gonna fucking die before he even gets Okay, to so thing. we go and uh, we didn't talk about the pre-show because, honestly, I don't really watch the pre-show. It's no. It was on in the background today and I saw a little bit of the four-way match. I actually saw who was in the match. It was uh, John Morrison, Ricochet, Elias, and Mustafa Ali. Winner goes on to the U.S. title match. Uh yeah, that's how they got this. I just said that. <laughs> but uh, no, uh, you have those four guys. You know none of those four are going to win the match. So, I mean, just putting them, even having the match was pointless. Just make it a singles match. Uh, I could see why they would want a fourth in there. But like I said, with the four that they picked, you know they're not going to go and win the match. Right. Uh, I thought maybe, I knew it wouldn't be Elias because that's another big heel. Uh, I didn't think Ali would win just because of, they've shit on Retribution yeah, too Retribution much. Yeah, Retribution is an afterthought. Uh, Morrison, I figured if anything, he would be out to try to help Miz at the end if he had... To do a cash-in, maybe. Uh, so I was thinking maybe Ricochet wins this one. Yeah. Either way, I figured it's going to be Ricochet or Morrison just to add to the, to the match. Uh, so it goes in. Morrison wins the four-way. So he's in this triple threat match now. 
Uh, honestly, I thought it was going to be, from the way the match started, I thought that's how it was going to go the whole time. Uh, Lashley just killing everybody. I thought they were just going to make Lashley look strong. It was going to be a quick win. Uh, surprised the hell out of me whenever they actually had Lashley taken off his feet. Even though it took, you know, Riddle basically giving him a hurricanrana from in the ring, out of the ring, and then two dives on top of him and uh, everything that they did. Uh the only thing really in the match until right close to the end that I wrote down was the holy shit moment where Lashley gets Morrison in the torture rack on the outside. Uh-huh. And I think you had got up to grab something to drink or something because you didn't see it. No, I didn't see it. Because as I soon as I saw something. it, I was like, oh, fuck. And I was like, what you oh, fuck at? I picked him up in the torture rack and, you know, you think maybe a swing into the... Into the ring post? Yeah. Nah, he just took and he like ran straight into the ring post. Morrison like head first to it. You know, just oh, fuck. Boom. <laughs> right. That's why I screamed, oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's really the only thing I wrote down till it gets close to the end of the match. Because uh, it goes along. They get Riddle out. He's out of the ring. Lashley's down, Morrison goes out and confronts, or Morrison hits the starship pain. MVP starts talking. Morrison, oh, would you shut the hell up? And gets out of the ring, gets in his face. Uh, MVP, I'm guessing, is selling an injury angle because he had a crutch. Right, just one crutch, not crutches, one crutch. Well, you know, sometimes that's all you need if it's just the one thing. I've seen people with one crutch before. But, uh... Morrison goes out, grabs a crutch, gets in the ring. As soon as he gets in the ring, he goes to swing it at Lashley. Lashley catches him in the hurt lock. Holding him, holding him, holding him, you know, ragdolling him around a little bit. Riddle gets in, picks the crutch up, breaks it over Lashley's back. He lets Morrison go, hits him again. Knocks him out of the ring. Uh, Lashley's out selling MVPs over checking on him. Hey man, everything okay? Uh, Riddle picks up Morrison, hits the bro Derek, rolls him over. One, two, three. Pop the hell out of his. I did not expect Holy Riddle. Holy shit. Riddle's got himself a championship title. I did not see that happening. Like I said, I thought it was going to be quick. Five minutes, Lashley wins. Uh, Surprised the living shit out of me. I mean, did you see that? No, I wasn't expecting that. Not at all. Uh, I for it. Don't know how long it'll last if he just drops it back at fast lane. That's another story, but I'm happy for it. He may drop it at fast lane. I don't think it'll be to Lashley. I think they'll move Lashley away from that. Uh, you were saying they're thinking about trying Lashley Lesnar. And- yeah. Mania again this year. Because that's why I figured last year's going to come out strong, but if they don't want to associate the title with that match, I get that. So that's easy way to get the title off of him. Since he didn't get pinned, so he still looks strong. All right, then we got the... Uh... Eh. That, yeah, that, well, yeah. I wrote down, not horrible, not great. It was a match. Uh, women's tag title. The women's tag title match, Shayna and Nia against uh, Sasha and Bianca Belair. I just hate how they sh- have shit on Shayna. I really hate it. I just... I don't like the Shayna-Naya combo. I don't either. I mean, I get why they did it, so to speak, but... I mean, if they send... If Vince sends Keith Lee down because he thinks he needs work... Why the fuck is Naya still Why on is Naya still on the roster? Exactly. She's big, and that's she, the only reason I think she's there. Oh, she's the Rock's cousin. I don't care who she's related well, that, to. Well, that's that's the reason why they're keeping her on there. Well, I know, but I hell, if The Rock doesn't know that she needs work, The Rock's a dumbass too. <laughs> I mean, they moved her up way too early. Oh yeah, way too damn early. I mean, the only thing that anybody's liked about her in the past what year and a half was my hole. The damn WWE edits off their stuff until they realize, oh, wait, people like that, and they had her do the same angle on SmackDown. Yeah, though, 
they'll overplay it. Like, they'll try to censor stuff out because they think, oh, this is going to be bad. And then when they see it's getting over, then, the, oh, this is going great. Let's run it into the fucking ground. That's what they do with everything, though. It's not, I mean, it could be something simple like that, or it could be a damn Roman Reigns babyface run. I mean, it was getting stale, and they run it into the ground, and then he leaves with leukemia, and then he comes back, and everybody's like, oh, baby, 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 yay, yay, and then Corona, and they're like, he's like, ah, peace out, guys, I'm gone. Then he comes back, and he's this monster and, fucking heel. Well, see, the only thing I don't like about that, Roman leaves because of Corona, he comes back, monster heel, you know, pushed to the moon. Right. Sammy leaves because Corona comes back. Oh, we're going to make you conspiracy theorist and nobody's going to fucking care about you. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've liked the Roman heel run. Yeah, I've really enjoyed it. Uh, but, you know, at some point, let some new people have a chance. Yeah. You've been trying to push Roman down our throat since 2014, 20... 15. Well, when when the shield split the first time was it twenty fourteen? Was it fourteen? So trying to push him huge baby face since then, it's not working the way you want it to. I mean, it's it was John Cena all over again. Yeah. Okay, but back to the women's tag title match. Uh, like I said, not horrible, not great. I didn't write much down because there were no no, no. spots really that stood out. Uh, uh, Sasha and Bianca. They worked okay together, but, you know, it's like we were talking on the podcast we did Thursday. Tag team is not singles people put together. It's a tag team. It's the fucking Iconics that they split up. Yeah. It's the Riot Riot Squad that they split up, and they're like, oh, wait, we need tag teams. We'll put y'all back together now. I mean, that's what... I'm sorry. I just... I never thought the women's tag title should have been a thing. What... The only thing I liked about it was it was the only belt that went across all the different rosters. Right. So, because they didn't have a big enough women's division to have Raw women's tag, SmackDown women's tag, NXT women's tag. Well, hell, the only reason I don't like the women's tag is because still they don't have enough tag teams even to split it around because... Well, because they they don't care about tag teams, so they don't establish tag teams. Like I said, you had the Iconics and you had the Riot Squad. And you split them all up. The only division federation that WWE has that has women's tag teams is fucking NXT. And that's not even tag teams as much as friendships. And they put together <clears throat> mainly for the Dusty Cup. But it's still people that was associated with. And it wasn't people that just threw all together. All I mean, uh, Casey Catanzaro and Caden. Uh, Caden Carter. Caden Carter. They're legit, could be a tag team right there. And you got Raquel Gonzalez uh, and Raquel and Dakota, Dakota that won the thing. Legit, could be a tag team there. Then you have the thrown together singles, Shotzi and Ember. You know, they could, you know, they could be the friends and blah, 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 but they're not a tag team. And then you've got uh, Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell in the way. They could be a tag team just because, of the, you know, the way they're. Doing the faction, yeah. Faction together. Other than that, uh, Robert Stonebrand. There's two women there that could be a tag team. Yeah. Uh, you've got fucking the main roster. That's that's a joke. I mean, you can't make a tag team out of the main roster because they split everybody up. Yeah, every time you turn around, they split everybody up. I mean, <clears throat> the, you're a tag team if you're... Best friends. Oh, they're best friends. They're a tag team. And then, you know, they lose a match and they turn on each other. They're not friends anymore. Well, hell, look what they were doing. And they still could be doing it. Look at what they're doing with Cedric and Shelton. They're teasing dissension within the Hurt business. And then they're, they're okay. They're okay. And then they do it again. So, hell, they're in the tent. They're going to fucking split them up I in mean, a minute. That's my biggest shit is the whole, oh, they're best friends. So they're a tag team. Yeah. I mean, who cares? I mean, you got... Who was the last ones they tried to do that with? Uh, 
Who was it that had Peyton Royce tagging with there for a minute? Uh, fucking, uh, well, Peyton was going around with the riots. No, no, that was Billy Kay. That was Billy going around with the riot squad. That was funny shit. That was actually good stuff. I liked it. Who was Peyton? Was it Mandy Rose? Yes, that's who it was. I mean, there you go. Uh, Mandy and, and fucking Sonya. Sonya. They, they split that shit up for no reason. I mean, it's just the stupid shit WWE does. I mean, they should just get rid of the women's tag titles altogether. Yeah. My opinion, unless you... Get more tag teams, actual tag teams. And I mean, you could still... Okay, so... Uh, pick a women's tag team that I we were talking about. Dakota and Raquel. Yeah. Uh, Raquel gets a women's championship opportunity. Okay, that don't mean you have to split the, ti- the team up. Yeah. Let her have the chance. Okay, she lost or she wins. Okay. Still women's tag team. Still keep the tag team together. Uh, okay, so let's get back to this women's tag match. It goes along, and the Carmella Smalier Reginald. I don't. Why know. is this a thing? Yeah, when I when I turned it on there and I saw that he was with Sasha and him, and not with Carmella really, because I know Carmella's the thing where she's berating him and all that. But I'm like, why is he going with Sasha? Because he was he helps Carmella get Sasha from winning, and it just it didn't make no sense. I, the whole thing, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense. I mean, Carmella's paying him to be a smiley but he doesn't like Carmella. He likes Sasha. Is there a romantic thing between the two of them? It's, I mean, what the fuck is it? Yeah, prior to Sasha and Carmella, he was attacking Car- Sasha for Carmella and help, trying to help Carmella win the title. And Yeah, it's, it's convoluted as fuck. Okay, but he comes out and he's got... Two uh, wine glasses and the bottle of wine, and uh, Sasha goes for a pin. There's only a two count, so he's like, "Here, Sasha," and he gives her the bottle. Sasha picks it up, looks at it. The ref immediately is right there, like, "Oh no, no, you can't have this," and takes it away. For Naya to come, and I think she was trying to hit her, but completely missed. And Shocker. Sasha had to sell because that's what she was supposed to do. I don't know. It looked like it looked shit. bad. I mean, I even put in air quotes, hit from behind. Because, I mean, she completely missed. Uh, pick up, Samoan drop. And that's all it was. Three count. Nia pin Sasha with a Samoan drop. I was only half paying attention to that match. I mean... Why? A Samoan drop isn't even her finisher. Her finish is the big leg drop. But the Samoan drop is her signature. Here, I don't fucking know. Okay, every Samoan does a Samoan drop. Hell, Kevin Owens hit a Samoan drop. Yeah. I mean, that's... It's not a fucking finish. No, it's not. It's... But it's Nia. Okay, so there's that match. Uh... Overall. Then it cuts to another fucking commercial. Like I said, oh well. Uh, from then it comes back and it shows the Miz backstage talking to MVP. Uh, I see this. I tell Josh, I'm like, hey, here's what I think's going on. I think they're going to go through with the chamber. Drew wins the chamber. Uh... Some kind of a beatdown. Miz comes out and says, Hey, I'm not the money in the bank holder anymore because I decided to put some money in my bank. I sold it to... And then Lashley music, Lashley's musical hit. Lashley comes out, immediately uh, beats Drew and wins the title. Exactly. That's what I thought was happening, especially with Josh talking about, and he heard the whole Lashley Lesnar Lashley Lesnar at Mania, put some stakes behind it. There's the title involved. Yep. Uh is that what happened? No, but we'll get into that here in just a minute. Because as soon as they get done with that, the same fucking video package for the third time. Oh fucking god. Uh just with the raw stuff this time. And that leads into the Raw Elimination Chamber WWE title on the line. Uh, Drew 
Drew McIntyre, AJ Styles, Kofi Kingston, Sheamus, Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton. Uh, I like the lineup. Yeah. Uh, this one starts off. Drew, AJ, Kofi, and Sheamus in the pods. Hardy and Orton going to start the match. Uh, Jeff comes out with that face paint like he always does where he paints the eyes on his eyelids and shit. Yeah. Uh, Randy Orton comes out. As soon as his music starts, just like they do with Roman with the CGI Roman Reigns up there, uh, they pull off that CGI Viper head. Not a big fan of the CGI stupid stuff they do like that, but... I still think the CGI Viper is better than that. The sperm Viper from Mania. The sperm from Mania that was going up and down the ramp the yeah. whole time. I actually wrote that down. CGI Viper better than sperm. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I mean, uh, and then from that, like I said, Hardy and Orton start the match. It's Hardy and Orton, so you know the stuff is going to be solid. They work well together. They kept screwdrivers out this time. No screwdrivers in the ear hole. I mean, nothing really huge right there. Then Drew's out uh, first. First person out of the pods is Drew. Uh, first really, I guess you could say, big spot of the night was Drew gets Hardy, lawn darts him into a pod, and as soon as he gets into the ring, eats a DDT from Morton for a two count. Uh... Kofi's in next. A uh, little bit of play around right there with uh, Orton. And Kofi, out of nowhere, just pins Randy. Yeah, like one of those little modified, goes for a schoolboy, then he kind of cradles over Orton to get the extra leverage, and then, yeah, one, two, three. I mean, it was so quick, I missed it, and all I did was take a drink. Yeah, like... I mean, literally, I pick my cup up, I take a drink, and I hear one, two, three. Wait, what? See, and this is what I was, what I was thinking was, I thought it was going to... Randy's going to be in the final three is what I'm thinking. He goes to hit an RKO on Drew or somebody, one, two, lights go out, Fiend comes out, Fiend costs him the match. That sets up Fiend, Orton, and Manny, which I still think is going to happen. But right here, I thought, huh? What? See, I was thinking Drew and Sheamus the last two. Right. Uh, that was how I thought it was going to happen, but, hey, uh, you know, shit happened to where, I mean, uh, Seamus, Seamus, Drew, and AJ were the final three. Yeah. Didn't have a problem with that at all. No. Uh, the way we got to that, though, was after Kofi pinned Orton. Uh, RKO's everybody. Orton hits the RKO on Kofi and Hardy before he leaves. Yep. Uh, trying to capitalize on that while the chamber door is open, Omos busts the, pex- uh, the plexiglass off of AJ's pod. Rips the shit out of it. AJ jumps down, runs around, and gets in the ring through the open door. Fucking genius. Yeah, fucking amazing. I've never seen that particular spot yeah. happen before. As many chamber matches we've had, I've never seen somebody utilize that way to uh, get out of their pod faster. So that, that was awesome on AJ. But that happens, AJ gets in the ring, goes to pin Kofi, two count. Fuck. Goes to pin Hardy, two count. Fuck. I mean, it was perfect. They had enough time. You know, AJ, they had to rip rip the pot open. AJ had to get out, run all the way around the ring to get in because he was on the backside. He wasn't, like, right next to the door. So it gave them enough time to where they could, you know, storyline, recover, have enough time, wherewithal, get, you know, get the shoulder up. Yep. Uh, definitely not the raw general manager. Adam, Adam Pierce, Pierce comes out, uh, kicks Omos out. Okay, that's right. He did what he needed to do. That was it. I mean, couldn't have done nothing else. Perfect. He wasn't gonna get in the ring. I don't have a problem with that, but hell, I didn't have a problem with him being at the ring to begin with. It kind of goes back to the. Lord, I'm gassy tonight for some reason. Shit, I can't stop burping, guys. Uh, but this goes back to why did they kick the documentary crew out in the first one and not make Omos go to the back as soon as this one was starting? Because it's a conspiracy against Sammy. So it made perfect sense. 
But they're not going to fucking capitalize on that. I know. So it makes no sense why you do stupid shit and all that. Uh, okay, from right there, the only person left to get in the ring is Sheamus. Uh, He's got his back turned to the ring the whole time until his pod opens. Okay, before Sheamus comes in, though, you get a couple of good spots. Kofi and AJ fighting outside the ring. Uh, AJ's up against the ropes. Kofi gives him a monkey flip from the ropes into the chamber. That looked really good. And then, so Kofi and Drew are going at it. Uh, Kofi goes like he's going for almost like a standing guillotine. Drew reverses it to a big vertical suplex in the ring. They wind up transitioning out of the ring, and he goes another big suplex into the chamber and then drops him gourd buster style on the outside. Fucking beautiful shit. Looked really good. Kofi can sell his ass off. Drew was the big powerful. Yay, yay. Uh, from that point, that's where Sheamus comes in and him and Drew Be- immediately in the ring throwing bombs, beating the ever-loving shit out of each other. Oh, yeah. Uh, they wind up fighting on the outside on one side. At this point, Hardy is, I don't know where, because I don't have anything wrote down for Hardy for a while. Not since he took the RKO. So it's like he took the RKO and died for 20 minutes. <laughs> most devastating veterans in the history of WWE. Okay. Uh, but yeah, we go with uh, Drew and Sheamus fighting on one side on the outside. And on the right angle away from him, AJ and Kofi are fighting right there. AJ goes to throw Kofi into the ring post. Instead, Kofi's able to run up and dive on to who I like to now call Drumus. Drumus. <laughs> uh, yeah, he just goes up to the top rope, dives on Sheamus and Drew right there, takes them out. Uh, back in the ring. Uh, Sheamus is fighting with Kofi. Kofi's trying to get away. Sheamus. Kofi's on top of the pod. Sheamus is up on the top rope. Here comes Drew. Cut Sheamus off. Fight, fight, fight. Hooks for a superplex. And then what happens? The big Tower of Doom spot. Because here comes AJ Styles. And that's when Hardy finally decides. Hey, I'm going to come back. He's been resuscitated. (laughs) I think they got the paddles out. Clear. You know. Because here's Jeff Hardy. Uh, Hardy and AJ hit the power bomb on Drew while he does a big superplex to Sheamus. Uh, they don't have a lot of time to quadruple down there because Kofi's up at that point and does the big jumping trust fall onto everybody from the top of the pods. Tries to pin everybody. I mean, literally, he tried to pin everybody. He's like, two count here, two count there, two count here, one count here. He's like, what the fuck? Gets up, turns around, broke kick to the face. Kofi's out. Uh, I don't have a problem with Kofi going out right there. He yeah. had a good showing, did his good, you know, big spots. Yeah, we wasn't expecting to see a, a Kofi Mania, too. Uh, they even said on commentary, he's one of the most resilient guys, hardest to keep down, but Sheamus just happened to do it. Uh, that's one thing I like. They put him over even when he lost. Exactly. Uh, at this point, Hardy's up. It's a twist of fate on all three of the guys that are left. Uh, goes up. Last one he hit was on AJ. He goes up to the top of the pods like he's about to do the senton. Instead, he turns and does a whisper in the wind off the pod onto Drumus. Drumus. Uh, Seamus and Drew are down, gets up, hits a senton on, uh, swanton on AJ. As soon as he gets up from that, though, Drew's right there, hits him with a claymore, pins him, Hardy's out. Uh, then there's a little more playing around there. Like I said, I didn't write everything down this time, guys. I'm trying to keep this under an hour and a half. 
I think our NXT review was about an hour and a half. So really, yeah. I'm trying to shorten it up. This short-ass card, though, is going to be easy to do. Uh, from here, it goes to uh, AJ going to do the springboard 450 on Drew. Kind of has to hesitate. It looked like he was kind of losing his balance, so he kind of stood there for a second, but hit a senton. big springboard senton. Uh, quick two count. <laughs> it's almost like he told him, hey, let me try that again. Because he went right back out of the ring, hits the big springboard 450 like he does. Two count there. Uh, eventually, Drew gets back up, eats a brogue kick. But before Sheamus can go to pin, well, I left some stuff out right there. <laughs> I didn't write it down, but I know what happens. Sheamus gets pissed off that he didn't pin Drew to put him out. Right. So he just beats the shit out of AJ for a second. Uh, gives him the 10... Just 10 bells of the Belgium. Yeah, just, you know, knocks the shit out of him for a minute. Uh, turns around, hits the bro kick. By that point, AJ's back up. Phenomenal forearm. Boom. Pin Sheamus. Uh, so it comes down. AJ and Drew. I would love to see these guys run a program. Yes, that'd be a damn good program. Uh, just a little bit of stuff they did here. It all looked good, culminating to Drew winning when AJ goes for the phenomenal forearm. Bam, Claymore. Claymore in the middle of it. I haven't seen something that looked that good since Shelton Benjamin ate the super kick from Shawn Michaels off the big oh God, that was, springboard. That was fucking awesome. So, Drew wins the chamber. So, here I am waiting on... Miz to come out and say, hey, I sold the money in the bank contract to Lashley. Went out of nowhere. Huge spear from Lashley to Drew. Beat down all around the ring. Uh, Into the announce table a few times. Back into the ring. He hits like a reverse STO flatliner. Like a quick one. Not a... Yeah, so... You know, not like... Shelton, when he does his, he like just grabbed and quick jerk, boom, picks him up with the hurt lock. Miz comes for the cash in after he find after Lashley finally lets go. Miz comes in, he gives the ref the briefcase. Ref says, "Hey, Drew, you good? You got this? You ready? You ready? You ready? Okay, ring the bell." Immediately runs over. You said it's going to be a Claymore. That's what I thought. Claymore. You said Claymore, one, two, three. That's it. Not quite. <laughs> no. <Nope. laughs> uh, Miz runs over, quick boot, drops uh, Drew down to his knees. He hits that low DDT for a two count. Then he finally he gets him back up. Skull crushing finale, one, two, three. Miz successfully cashes in Money in the Bank to win the WWE title. And I'm okay with that. I mean, I don't know, if I don't know what the goal is because Miz winning the WWE title going into WrestleMania was not. Well, I wrote down right here because you showed me the picture. I said somewhere the Miz girl is pissed. Oh, yes. <laughs> and I really hope that she's got a Twitter and like she puts a picture up and just it'd be great. I really wish WWE would have had the mindset knowing that they were going to do that to have that picture Ready and put it on one of the thunder so dome. as soon as it happens, put it right dead center in the Thunderdome. That would have been the funniest shit. They should have done that. They didn't. Oh well, WWE needs to fucking hire me so that I can tell them to do well, that hell, shit. You know how many times they talk about we have a bug in our fucking either locker room or in our fucking house because every time we talk about something, they fucking do it. Oh no, shit. But uh. Yeah, I'm totally okay with it. I thought the selling of the money in the bank would be more... Would have been different. Well, I think it would have went in because... Yeah, they're getting publicity with the Bad Bunny stuff. But do you really want your main title, the title that is named after your fucking company, to be in a quote-unquote comedy angle leading up towards WrestleMania? Yeah, and that's why I think, okay, if they're going to do this, either he drops it at Fastlane, or if they keep it going, put Miz, have the match at Fastlane, if you absolutely have to. 
but get Miz away from that, have Morrison face Bad Bunny. I mean, they're I doing. Know. They're gonna do the tag team match with Priest and Bunny against Miz and Morrison. I I guarantee they're gonna do that at WrestleMania just to get the buys because of the publicity that they're getting with the Bad Bunny shit. Yeah, I guarantee you that's how they're gonna go. I don't like it because you don't want, especially now that. Miz is the champion. If he still had the money in the bank, that's different. Right. You could have done the whole, like they did with Corbin. He goes to cash in money in the bank on Cena. Something happens and he's tripped up. Cena actually wins. You know, some kind of shit like that. You don't have to, you don't have to successfully cash in the money in the bank every time. But you have to have it make sense. You took the money in the bank off Otis because you actually realized oh, it's some comedy shit. We don't need our title involved in the comedy shit. Exactly. Just to put it right back into the comedy shit with somebody else. See, I don't know what their goal is, but... Like I said, I'm fine with Miz being WWE champion, but... See, I don't think they know what their goal is. Just because, you know, they're they're doing all this stuff, and I guess it would be more publicity for the company if they're like, oh, Bad Bunny's going against the WWE champion. But if they do anything and Bad Bunny is going to... I feel ridiculous calling a grown man Bad Bunny. Yeah. So what's going to happen if Bad Bunny beats your WWE champion? Exactly. And I think that's where it's going to go because you don't bring a celebrity in and have them lose. Think of the celebrities they brought in in the past. Floyd Mayweather beat Big Show. Kevin Kevin Federline beat fucking John Cena. Well, fucking Donald Trump wins the Battle of the Billionaires and gets to shave Vince McMahon's head. Snooki won at WrestleMania. I mean, if you bring a celebrity in, you're not going to make them lose because, one, you want that relationship to stay and you want it to grow and you want to, you know, keep that. And you want the other celebrities to be like, oh, I can go there and have fun and do this shit? Okay. Hell, you put the fucking 24-7 title on Gronkowski. When he, you know, hosted WrestleMania this past year. Yeah. So, I mean, it's... You're not going to have the celebrities lose. So, you go into this and you're like, okay, so our 24-7 champion is a fucking Latin rap star. And he's going against our WWE champion, even though it's a tag team match, and Miz and Morrison have basically been comedy since Morrison came back. Yeah. Which I don't like, because that's a fucking great tag team that they could have done shit with. Not only that, fucking Morrison is a single star, is fucking gold right there. I mean, look what he did in Lucha Underground, look what he did in Impact, and he's fucking doing this. I don't know what was what he was offered to come back, just do this shit, but it's... it's Morrison was on Impact? Yeah. Johnny Impact. I don't watch that shit. I don't even know their names. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. I had to, you know, how that goes. But no, for real. Yeah, Morrison as a single star is big, but you knew when he came back, especially when they put the two together. I figured, hell, they're going to win the tag titles. But no, nah, they've been jokes. Since then. Since then, they've been a joke. And then you put them against the celebrity, and you're trying to get the everything over, and... Hell, Priest is in, involved in this now, and he's, you know, just coming up. He's getting a big push because of everything. But, I mean, now, look at what you've just done. You just put a brand new guy coming up from NXT in the middle of this feud with Miz and Morrison. Now he's feuding with the fucking champion. Yep. Are you going to put the heavyweight, are you going to put the WWE title on Damian Priest? Probably not. Okay, then why the hell is this going on? Because you know they're going to win that thing. You know they're going to win the, the ma- fucking match. feud. They're going to win the tag match. And then you're going to have be like, oh, Priest is next in line for the title because he just beat the champion. Yep. So what the fuck? Well, hopefully, overall, we'll find out what the hell's going to start happening tomorrow. I don't, like you said, it's going to end up being that. But overall, what you think of the pay-per-view? Uh, eh? I mean, if that makes sense, I mean, I thought it was better than it than I had hopes for. 
it was good. It had its moments, especially like I said, uh, I think the SmackDown Chamber match was better than the Raw Chamber match. I do too. I thought that was how you were going to end the show. Honestly, I think the whole Edge Roman thing should have ended it. The Edge Roman thing should have been at the end to, you know, I think that would have hyped people up more. Yeah. Than Miz taking the title off Drew. Uh, the only thing I could see that actually leading to would be maybe they're hoping that there's going to be fans at WrestleMania. Like, they're going to do it at Raymond James Stadium where they did the Super Bowl this year. Yep. So they're going to be able to have fans there. So unless they're just going to put the title back on Drew, are they going to let Miz keep it that long, keep it to Mania so he can lose to Drew? Or are they going to try... That pop that they wanted him to get. But it's not really the same effect as he... Because... The tag team match, Bad Bunny and Damian Priest, is supposed to be against Miz and Morrison. But Miz is a champion now, so is he going to lose twice in one night? I mean, you don't... They're trying to do so much different shit, they're confusing themselves. Yeah. They are, and it's it's a big culture fuck in that. But, all in all, uh... Thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle. If you held a gun to my head, I'd say a thumbs in the middle for the pay-per-view. Yeah, I get a thumbs up. I get a C. Uh, it had its bright spots, but the stupid shit kind of outweighs all of it. And well, you I start- say stupid shit even though I didn't hate it. Like, the Miz cash-in, the Edge stuff, I liked all that. I liked both chamber matches. So, I mean... Well, see, so you start off real good and hot, like you're supposed to when you have a, ma- uh, 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 a show at all. And then with this chamber match, and then the Roman, and then the Edge stuff, and then slowly but surely it starts coming down a little bit. It hovers in the middle, and when it gets to the fucking end, it fucking like I said, I don't have a problem with as WWE champion. I I think he's an all right WWE champion. He's not the best, of course, but with everything that's going on with this shit, it's convoluted. It's a cluster fucking. It's I just think it's going to hurt the title overall. I mean, technically, you had quote-unquote six matches because the two chambers, the women's tag, the U.S., and then the Roman Roman Daniel thing, and then the Miz cash-in, if you want to count that as a sixth match. Yeah. So, I mean, all in all, short pay-per-view, like you said, you started off hot with the SmackDown chamber. It fell down a little bit with the start of that next match, it picked up a little bit when Riddle won because you're like, whoa, didn't see that coming. Yep. But then you're right there with the fucking women's tag match, which just killed everything because I don't know of anybody that was actually into it, that was wanting to see it. And then you couldn't get back to... You couldn't get back up there. You couldn't get back to the heights no matter what happened. And then the Miz cash in, like I said, like you said, we both liked it, but it's confusing because where do you go from here? Well, so, all in all, I give it a thumbs in the middle. Yeah, it's all right. So, uh... Could have been worse. Could have been worse, but it could have been better. Yes. But that's... That's WWE. That's, yeah. I guess it's a good WWE show if you're walking out of it and you're thinking, well, it could have been worse. That's 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 WWE nowadays, you know. Ever since the pandemic started, you know, even before that. Well, yeah. Before if you walk out of the show and you think, eh, it could have been worse, that, you know, that's that's standard for WWE nowadays. That's the standard, yeah. Uh guys, hopefully you enjoyed us talking about our uh, elimination chamber review, what we thought of the show. I don't think we're gonna do fast lane. We may do revolution. Oh, no, we're going to do Fastlane. I think we stick to doing this, even if we just talk shit about it the whole time. Okay. We, we'll uh, do Fastlane. We're definitely going to do Revolution. We'll do Fastlane. We'll do Revolution. We, uh, I think we're actually going to have uh, more people here to do the Revolution review with us. Yeah. Uh, these WWE specials, I guess you want to call them, because they're not really pay-per-views anymore. No. Uh, that's just a me and Josh thing. Like I said, we did the NXT one just... Had a wild hair up our ass. We're like, hey, let's do this. Yeah. So I get the notebook out and I try to write down everything that happened. Uh, hopefully this one was more condensed. You liked it a little bit better. Let us know what you thought. You know, hit us up. Uh, the Twitter's still going. At, Josh 
Josh is running the Twitter now at shed underscore indy eighty three. I Facebook turn the buckle podcast. Uh, I think the email's gone now. Well, I don't know about the email because that was Drew had the email. Drew had the email. He gave us all the password, but I think all that shit might have got shut down and lost. And then the Instagram, it's been it hasn't really been active, so. Just right now, as of right now, until we get shit straightened out, it'll be just Twitter and Facebook. So just follow us there, guys. All right. But for uh, for the Turn the Buckle podcast, for Josh, for Ben, Will, John, uh, Rebecca Game, I'm Jason Hampton. Peace out, fuckers. Later, guys.